Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Reclaimed American Podcast. So, this episode's coming out a little bit late. Um, also, you may have noticed that I missed last week. Well, things get in the way. Um, family will always be more important. However, I do still try my best to get this episode out every day. Or not every day, every week. And if it doesn't happen then it's probably because things came up, things got in the way that I didn't plan for or anticipate. And uh, I just, I spent my time elsewhere. So I apologize to you all when that happens. And I hope that you're um, patient enough with me to, um, to accept that. But anyways, so today's episode is episode 35. And I'm calling this episode Truth. And the reason I'm calling it that is I'm going to kind of peel back some of the layers a little bit and kind of let you know what's what's going on, how things, you know, what I mean by that is a lot of times you ask somebody, hey, how's it going? You know, what's your automatic response? Oh, great. Oh, living the dream. Life's great, man. But in reality, behind the scenes, sometimes things aren't so great. Like uh, right now, we're we're going into Baby T Chronicles. So right now, we are in week 29 of the pregnancy. And while things have been getting a little bit better for my wife, I guess maybe the hormones are finally leveling off or something, or she's just kind of getting used to it a little bit more. But the issue that we're... Let me, let me dial that back a little bit too. So in the beginning, you know, when she first got pregnant, we thought for sure she had food poisoning or maybe she had cancer or something. We didn't know it was a, a pregnancy, right? So we go to the ER half a dozen times. They finally went one ER say, um, you're pregnant. And we had no idea. So that's how we found out. We were at the ER and that's how we found out that my wife was pregnant. And since then, it's been, it, it seems like it's just been one thing after another. Uh, one trip to the ER after another for anxiety issues, migraine headaches, dizziness that won't go away. Um, a few times she even had this issue where it felt like something's like stabbing her in the heart, you know, and she didn't know what it was. She's like, oh, oh, you know, it's like that Sanford and Sons, you know, thing. And for those of you that aren't old enough to understand Sanford and Sons, YouTube it, look it up. But um, anyway, so uh, it, it, it's been it's been a ride. It's been a roller coaster from hell. But don't get me wrong, we are super excited about the baby. We're super super glad that it's happening. But it's it's been a challenge. I'm not gonna lie. And for some reason, it's always at like somewhere between one o'clock and three o'clock in the morning when these things hit. Or that's just when my wife finally has had enough and, you know, I'm just getting into, you know, that beautiful restful sleep mode. And then suddenly I'm getting elbowed in the ribs, you know, take me to the hospital. I don't feel good. She doesn't sound like that. That's how I say she sounds. Um, anyways, so, you know, and then there we go. We all ask to the hospital. They look at her. Nothing's wrong. You know, your blood blood sugar, all your uh, mineral count, whatever the hell, everything looks good. It's just, you know, you're pregnant. Um, 
maybe a little bit dehydrated. That was an issue in the beginning is uh, my wife was not a huge water drinker and that actually hit her pretty hard in the very beginning. And that's something that she's had to grow to love water. And now, I mean, she goes through, oh geez, I'd say three of the 24 ounce water bottles a day at least. Um, so I mean, she, she's going through a lot of water and of course, Ozarka is the only brand that she can really stomach. We've tried just regular bottled waters, didn't work for her. We've tried some of the fancier waters, which worked initially. She liked them like the, was it Starkey's and I know there's some other, other shit out there that we've tried. And in, in the beginning she likes them, but then she always comes back to Ozarka. So, um, we're, we're probably, you know, we're definitely helping to keep that brand going. But, um, so yeah, so she just goes through a shit ton of water and staying hydrated now. And then, you know, she starts getting lightheaded. Um, so we're, she had taken that glucose test where it's like a one hour test and then you drink the, uh, after you drink this horribly sweet, um, liquid, she almost threw up like two or three times doing that and um because the stuff is so so sweet and she doesn't do sweets which of course she fails that they want her to do a three-hour test which we've yet to actually get scheduled and um so we'll go from there when we can but yeah so it, it's just it seems like it's one thing after another you know she's a dizzy she's got anxieties which Fortunately, that has pretty much dialed back a hell of a lot. You know, she used to take her, um, her oh shit pill, you know, maybe a couple of times. Uh, she never took it more than once a day, but sometimes she'd have to take it like every day to help try to keep her from freaking out. Well, now she's at the point where she, uh, she went like, I think a, a week and a half without needing it. And that's good. But then this morning, because she's got a really bad headache and she's a little bit lightheaded uh, from maybe not eating on time or something, so she took one and now she's uh, asleep on the couch because that's what that pill does. It just knocks her out. And she only takes a quarter of it at a time because she she is super sensitive to um, to medication. So, Yeah. We've tried all kinds, and speaking of anxiety and, and whatnot and medication, we've tried all probably five different types of anti-anxiety, panic, whatever pills. And every one of them, she had some kind of an issue with. And the, the most recent one, we actually tried Prozac. And she said it felt like little fingers inside her head. Um, so that was the last one she took. She took that for about a week and a half and just couldn't deal with it anymore with the, the, the whole feeling of fingers moving around inside her brain. So she said, you know, what the hell with it. And fortunately, though, she's not really had any major issues since. Um, but like I said, you know, this morning, just everything's kind of hitting her a little bit and she needed to take one. So, yeah. So the pregnancy, it's it's been something. It's definitely been a, been a ride. Um but, like I said, we wouldn't have it any other way. We are excited about it overall. 
and you know we can't wait to hold our little baby in our arms you know and be like you know whatever (laughs) but so we are looking forward to it and um, you know we're glad it finally happened after 17 years right so but anyway so that that's baby t chronicles everything is going good um we have our next appointment scheduled i think it's a couple weeks from here and then once after that appointment, then we're on to a every two-week schedule. So every two weeks we go to the doctor until we get to, I don't know, like mid-December. And then from that point on, we go to a weekly until the baby's actually born. So we'll see how that all plays out. That should be exciting. And hopefully no more of these 2 o'clock in the morning, hey, take me to the hospital, you know, visits. But anyway, so... Now, another thing I want to talk about on this episode is the show, what you're watching right now. Um, I have made a lot of changes over the course of the show, and right now there's some dog out there barking for God knows what reason. So if you hear a dog barking, I apologize. Can't control that one. I don't think it's my dog. I think it's one of the neighbor dogs. But anyways, so the show. In the beginning... Um, this show was about, I don't want to call it home improvement. That's not the direction I was going with it. Um, it was meant more as, you know, think of it as, you know, you call up your dad and you're like, Hey, I need to do this. What do I do? And you know, fathers can just talk you through things over the phone and explain it to you typically in a way that you're like, Oh, so that's how you screw in a light bulb. But, um, so that was the main direction of the show in the very beginning. I did eh, maybe five episodes like that. <sighs> I'm going to have to pause this. Hold on. All right, I'm back. Turns out that was my dogs after all. So, <laughs> fun times. Um, anyway, so yeah, so the direction of the show. It, it's been changing. If you've been following it from the beginning, then you will have noticed that, yeah, I went from you know doing this sort of home improvement type shit to just me talking to you about different concepts and theories and whatever. And then I got into interviews. Well, one of the things that I noticed while doing the interviews is that um, it it was um, lacking a little bit of a professional touch because at that point, when I I started doing this in the very beginning, let me tell you how I started this show off. I used my iPhone. And I use this mic right here. It's a lapel mic. And it would plug into the bottom of the phone. And that's how I did my videos and my very first audio recordings. Then, after a while, I realized, okay, using the phone in that respect kind of limited me. So then, I resurrected this old beast. Um, This is a netbook. It's an MSI netbook from 2012 runs Windows XP. It still works, by the way. And it does great for audio only. But when I tried bringing in the video component, it was it was very lacking. Um, the, for some reason, the video would record fine, but the audio was total crap because I'm going through this uh, mic setup here, right? And um, it just didn't work for shit. So then I had to upgrade, and now I'm using a desktop that I've had. It's four or five years old now, but uh, it still works well. So 
that's what I'm doing the show with now. So for the all of those out, all of you out there, they're like, hey, I want to do a show, but I don't know what to talk about. I don't have the right equipment. I can't do anything. Bullshit. If you have one of these, you can start your own show. And that's what I did. I started off with that. Then I took a couple courses online for trying to make it better, learning uh, some new techniques and different ways of doing things. And that helped me to progress even further. That's why I now have this microphone set up with a little little deal here. And I just totally disconnected it from over there. Give me one second. All right. So now that I've got the mic set back up, now I can start talking again. I, I literally pulled it off from the way I had it clamped on. But anyways, so... Yes, I've, I've been making changes. I've been modifying the way I do things. And I went from a monologue show recorded on an iPhone to now I do interviews. And I actually have a, a decent microphone. I mean, I got this off. I got that. Got the microphone off of Amazon for 60 bucks, I think. Um, little pop filter here. I have, believe it or not, this is just a... a crappy little fabric right or that's what it feels like and i've done a few shows without this in between me and the microphone and they call it a pop filter and i tell you what it really does make a difference because i know that sometimes if i'm talking like this i'm really close to the mic but as i go but and say you know b words p words whatever and you get that little of air coming out it makes like a popping sound in the microphone. So you got to watch out for that. And that's where this comes in. Then, of course, you know, you've got the articulating mic stand. That just helps put it in a better position. Personally, I prefer it a little bit closer. But then, I'm not even going to mess with that again. But then it's like right there in my face. And um, I don't like things right there in my face, if you know what I mean. So uh, <laughs> anyway, so the show has is, is been getting better. I'm making progress in the way I do things, uh, upgrading items as I can, when I can. And the camera I'm using right now for the video, if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, I bought this actually about a year ago to do some of my little videos before I started the show. And I used it for a while, and then I forgot about it. Then when I started wanting to add video to this I was looking up webcams and stuff and then I remembered holy crap I got this camera well, I wonder if I can hook it up sure shit it's hooked up to the computer and uh, hopefully it will keep working for quite some time also um, as I progress with the show I'm wanting to start doing events well tomorrow today's Friday I'm actually recording this the day I should have released it so it's kind of kind of a up in the air and a crapshoot as to if this actually comes out today or not. But tomorrow, November 2nd, I will be in Round Rock at the VetFest 4 event. And one of the things I'll be doing there is doing the show. I'll do some uh, some live live um, live cast, live streaming, whatever you want to call it. I'll see if I can get some uh, interviews done. I'm going to resurrect this and and the mic and see if I can get some uh, some interviews done that way you know walk around actually meet people at their booth 
or perhaps use that at the after party. But yeah, so I, I'm taking steps to try to progress this. But ultimately, this show only gets better with y'all's help. And I can't grow it without y'all's help. I can do everything in the world, um, you know, to try to get better. But unless you guys like it, share it, um, leave comments, reviews, I don't know. Um, it doesn't get out to more people. Now, one, if you leave comments, especially on the videos and whatnot, and you tell me things like, hey, you know, it was a great show, but, you know, maybe cover this topic instead or stop doing this weird thing that you do with your hands or looking down all the time. You know, let me know little things like that because that's how I know how to improve. Um, don't get me wrong. I do watch this in editing and I used to listen to every second of the show when I did it audio only and I would uh, critique myself big time. And I still do it. I, I still, after the show comes out and it hits iTunes, I listen to it. Uh, just to see what the audio quality is like. How was my speech? Did I say and and um and all those other things way too much? Um, see, there I go. Um, damn it. So I critiqued myself, but I would love feedback from all of you. So definitely, you know, reach out. Say, hey, you're doing great. Or, hey, you're a fucking dumbass. And that right there is actually another thing I wanted to talk to you about. When I'm, I've noticed that when I'm talking to the mic, when I'm doing the show, I try not to cuss or swear a lot, but I'll let you know, I was in the Navy. I'm a sailor. And what are sailors well known for besides drinking, which I don't do anymore? Um, they're well known for cursing like a sailor. And that's one thing that will probably start coming out more in future shows because rather than being all rigid and try to be prim and proper, I'm working on being more of myself, which means I'm going to say cuss words more. I'm going to be swearing more. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not just going to go on a long five minute, you know, tirade of the different ways you can use the word fuck. But although that is a very useful word, just saying. Um, but you will notice that's going to start coming out more. Uh, <laughs> I'm even realizing that as I'm doing this episode, I'm kind of holding back some. And that's that's the other thing. I'm, uh, I'm trying to stop holding back so much. I'm trying to let myself come out. <laughs> let you guys hear the shit that I give my wife. You know, uh, she says sometimes I, I can be a real smart ass. And funny thing is, you know, I, I interviewed Denny Katona from VetFest recently. His nickname is Rooster. I completely missed my opportunity on the show to ask him why they call him Rooster. But when I was a kid, that was my nickname. Uh, I, when I was a oh, knee-high to a grasshopper, I, everyone says I was a cocky little shit. And so that's where the, my nickname Rooster came from. And growing up in Florida, I didn't mind it too much. When we moved to Texas, for some reason, I tried to tried my damnedest to get away from that uh, that nickname. Then, once you know it, every now and then, you have that one uncle that comes to visit. That that's what he calls you, 
and uh, so I'd be out in front of my friends hanging out you know and he'd show up out of god knows where blue and he'd get out of the car and he'd just rooster how you doing man come over here you know and I'd okay how's it going uncle vince or whatever you know and actually that was the uncle that used to do that to me all the time uncle vince um at the time i i I, don't get me wrong i still love all my aunts my uncles Um, outside of those moments when we moved to texas and he'd show up and he'd call me over rooster get your ass over here you know those were the only times i hated him because my friends would look at me and i could tell they were laughing on the inside. A lot of times they laughed on the outside too, but I could tell they were dying on the inside. But, uh, yeah, so those were good times. Uh, I completely lost where I was going with that. Fucking squirrel moments. Anyway, so that's the show. I- I'm trying to build it, trying to create it, trying to get myself out a little bit more. Uh, I know, in, like in high school, I was a very introverted person or I like to think I was. I don't know if I truly was or not. So if any of you from high school are listening or watching this, leave me a comment and be like, dude, you're a complete ass. Or, yeah, you're the quiet guy no one ever fucked with because we thought you might have been psycho. Yeah, let me know these things. I don't know. But anyways, so moving on from there. um, Posting to social media. If you ever want to build something and grow something these days long gone are the days of running ads and ad or ads in newspapers magazines uh, on the radio or, or tv no now everything is social media if you're not on facebook linkedin um, instagram twitter on the web itself you're nowhere and if you don't post multiple times a day your traction is almost non-existent and that's one thing that I know I'm severely um, limiting myself on because I have an issue with just posting every day Uh, I am I am working on that I'm trying to get better at it Uh, right now the the outlets that I'm trying to go for are Facebook YouTube LinkedIn Instagram, and I've recently brought on TikTok. Basically, I've started listening to Gary V, and he is huge into if you want the best bang for your buck in organic marketing, you've got to be on LinkedIn and you've got to be on TikTok. Everyone says that TikTok is for the 11 to 16 year old girls out there that just want to, I don't want to say be dumbasses on social media, but if you scroll through TikTok, a lot of it is young girls being dumbasses. But eventually, those young girls grow up, or they get the uh, they they have the ear of their mom and their grandmothers and grandfathers and everybody everybody else in the household that makes decisions. And they'll be like, "Oh my God, look at this cool thing that some guy online made. I like it. Can I have that for my birthday?" And then eventually, they end up looking into it more, and they're like, "Ah, oh, that is kind of cool." Maybe I'll buy that for them. Um, I'm not suggesting buying a 13-year-old girl a set of coasters for the birthday. That'd be kind of weird. But anyways, uh, eventually those kids grow up. Kind of like uh, Facebook. Back in the day, it used to be all about college kids. Now, the majority of the people using Facebook 
are 40 40 to 90 year olds and eventually thing people grow up apps grow up right now like tiktok is kind of like instagram was a few years ago where it's only 15 second videos and as far as the um, organic reach goes it's a lot like facebook was probably 12 years ago and as apps progress as they get better bigger whatever the people using them also get older and then they end up becoming decision makers heads of their households so if you're a business seriously look into getting it on there there are a handful of businesses that I already follow from Instagram and a few other places and I'm noticing their content coming up on TikTok so just saying if you want to want to evolve want to stay up with things look into some of these newer apps uh, and basically go where uh, go where the trend is because that's how you grow but anyways getting away from that for a moment um, I'm also starting a patreon page if you don't know anything about patreon it is a way that fans and listeners of different shows artists whatever can help to support the people that they they follow and to do that you go to patreon and in my case it's patreon.com forward slash reclaimed American and you'll find me there I've got uh, a couple of different tiers of membership set up already uh, it is still a work in progress but if you are so inclined to um, support the show by all means go to patreon check it out I'll start including that in my show notes so you can find it find a link to it that way and I'll also start posting it to social media but uh, just trying to find a way to drum up more support for the show financial support is huge because you know it does cost me a little bit to get the show online and with more money coming in for it one I can afford to upgrade equipment get better things right now one of the big things I'm wanting to get is a laptop um, something newer than this old beast and uh, that way I can do a little more mobile um, be a little more mobile because right now I'm debating do I bring the old ancient laptop to to this uh, show tomorrow do I drag out the desktop or do I just say the hell with it and go with this little thing right here so those are my options at the moment but uh, so yeah so if you want to support the show one always remember like it share it leave your uh, comment or review you can go to um, patreon and uh, show your support there in the form of a financial donation and uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna go and use a, a, a quote that Matt Best from the Drinking Bros used to use especially in the very beginning of their show and he would always say that everyone wants to support veterans until it's time to actually support veterans and honestly that that's not just a veteran related thing look at all the charity organizations that are out there that um, go on you know like um, animal shelters and whatnot you know everyone's like oh those poor animals oh someone should help them and then when you say well why don't you help them ah, I'm not spending my money on that shit are you crazy well same deal you know if you really want to support people break out your wallets it always helps uh, let's see what else do I got now I don't know if you can tell 
but okay. Ah, that I. Ah, these little, little bastards here. Some people call them styes. Some people have some other long, like, 12-letter word for them. What I call them is stress. One of the things I've noticed over the years, and actually I, I kind of had this thought pop into my head recently, is that whenever I start getting those, it's usually during times when I'm under a lot of stress. Now, for me, stress is everything from family, house, work, financial those are the things that really stress me out. And uh, I'll be honest, I've been a little stressed lately. Got a baby coming, got the house that needs all kinds of repairs. I mean, you notice ceiling fan here, no blades, no cover on my air vent because I'm supposed to be renovating. And uh, I haven't gotten around to a whole lot of that lately because I keep spending my time elsewhere, either dealing with you know, animals, dealing with family, dealing with the wife, anxieties, not mine, but hers, um, work, you know, all kinds of things add up. And yeah, so last couple of weeks I had a lot of these things that pop up and it just drove me nuts. But stress is a real motherfucker. Just saying. Um, yeah, you know what? We're, we're about 30 minutes into this and I think I'm going to wrap it up at this point. I just wanted, because my dogs keep going nuts and I know why, and I need to go take care of it. But anyways, I appreciate y'all for being here. Thank you very much for stopping by. If you haven't done so already, please remember to follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, follow us on LinkedIn, YouTube, Instagram, now TikTok, and Facebook. Also, I do have the website up and running, um, that's reclaimedamerican.us. I've been doing a lot of changes to the website, so if you went there in the very beginning, it doesn't look like it used to. It's still pretty much a dark theme as far as, you know, black background and all that crap. But I've got three different pages on there now, one for the podcast, one for my woodworking, and one for uh, just kind of directing you to the Patreon page and our Spotify page. I just said Spotify, Etsy. Etsy page because one of the things I'm doing is I'm making stuff out of wood. This is a business card holder for your desk. Also works well for holding up your phone. I make coasters, I make keychains. Recently one of the big things I've been working on are some clocks. So if you are uh, following me on social media you will have seen some teasers for those. And uh, that's pretty much it. So don't forget to like us, share us, and follow us. That's all I'm going to say. I'm out.